1: And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your humble, happy host, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, welcome to today's Real Estate Coaching Show. Julie, 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 (laughs) I have to unmute Julie. My fault, problem, mission control. Julie, call back in. So listeners, we're going to be talking about something that was inspired by one of you. One of our listeners emailed us, and Julie's going to read the, the email to her. And the gist of the email was, is that she's in one of these areas that basically was affected by the hurricane, and she wants to know a specific plan on what she should be doing to reach out to her Centers of Influence past clients and all the other people that were adversely affected by the storm. And what a fantastic idea for a radio show. So what we're going to do is we're actually going to do a radio show on this specific topic, and then what we're going to do is we're going to tell you guys how to scale this to other aspects. Yes, Julie, I can see you, and you're alive. And so we're going to tell you guys how to scale the points that we're going to give you into other ideas. So, for example, um, you know, the hurricane, fortunately, doesn't hit the shores every day. But there are other things that happen in communities. There are other things that happen in the Midwest. I mean, snowstorms, and there could be, you know, I remember when Julie and I were selling real estate, uh, there was this area that we used to sell a lot of houses in, and all of a sudden it was affected by a massive amount of people losing their jobs. So there's always, there's big, big potential uh, upsetting things that happen like the hurricane that you guys need to have an action plan to, you know, know how to basically help people, but also in doing so you're going to be prospecting. And then there's a little micro ones um, that are happening at all, all times in every single market. You know, maybe people get freaked out when the interest rates go up, or maybe they get freaked out when, you know, all kinds of different things. Really the goal of today's show, and maybe tomorrow's, but the goal is to teach you guys how to be leaders uh, Offer help, be a real help, and at the same time, obviously, you're going to be generating business for yourself. We're going to give you some stories of some other people that have done exactly what we're laying out um, so you guys can emulate their success. Uh, Julie, before we jump into our points, why don't you just go ahead and read that email because I thought it was a great email. We can hold the Atlantic. Uh, Julie, hold the other email for uh, for tomorrow's show, okay? Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, you got it. Okay, so uh, this is from a great agent and coaching client of ours uh, in Hilton Head Island. So uh, any referrals going towards Hilton Head? Send them to Lisa Medford. She says, Hi, Tim and Julie. I'm in the Coaching Essentials program. I'm from Hilton Head Island. We just had a Cat 2 hurricane come through. There is a lot of devastation, but not nearly as bad as it could have been. We are very blessed. But we still aren't sure when we'll be able to go home. I mean, okay, so it wasn't as bad as it could be, but she's still not able to go home yet. I've been evacuated since last week. Can you give us any tips on how to thrive with the uncertainty that lies ahead? I know we're not the only area with devastation. There are others better and others worse. I truly feel that we can take this bad situation and help others as well as benefit our business. Thanks for any advice. So again, any referrals for Lisa Medford and Hilton Head Island, send them her way. And this show is a direct result from her email requesting this particular information. So I'm looking forward to this.
1: So I'm going to set, uh, set up today's points by positioning you guys to think of yourselves as leaders. Too often when something like this happens, uh, people wait for other people to basically rise to the occasion and lead us through it. Isn't that sort of historically what's happened? I mean, since the time that Julie and I have been in the real estate market, uh, industry for over 20 years, I've seen – and Julie and I have seen many recessions, many you know, – there's been some really tragic things that have happened in the country. Interest rates have gone up and down. There's been all kinds of everything. And, and when those t- things uh, were to strike the market and start having an adverse effect on people's mindsets – we would, I remember when Julie and I first got in the business, we actually were waiting. I remember the first recession that we had to live through selling real estate, and people were real freaked out and they were uncertain as to what to do. We were uncertain as to what to do, and we were waiting for somebody to rise to the occasion. Either, you know, I don't know who I was waiting for, but I was waiting for somebody to be the leader. And after like a month after this recession hit, Nobody was really there, you know, none of the big prominent speakers were saying anything. Nobody from NAR was really saying anything. There was no, like, anybody that was saying, okay, real estate folks, here is basically your, your way through the eye of the storm. And that's what inspired uh, about this email, the suggestion we had for one of our clients, is that she's saying, listen, I know, I recognize the fact that I can be serving people right now, and I want to be that leader. And I totally and completely respect that, because that's what Julie and I would do. Um, you know when we had things certain things would happen to our community what we would do is we would opposed to basically just you know turtling up and waiting for you know, essentially the clouds to clear we would become somebody that other people began uh, began to realize were leaders and could help them basically see their way through the storm so there was a coaching client we had and he was uh, he sold real estate in Big Bear California and if you guys in southern California you remember when the fires Hit Big Bear is now I don't know ten years ago, but it was really bad, and there was no way up and no way down into Big Bear. Well, what he did is he stayed in Big Bear, and he was you know a very prominent realtor. He stayed in he stayed in Big Bear, and he would actually drive around and take pictures of people's houses. Uh, you know, do daily emails and he started calling everyone. He got the list of all the absentee owners, everyone who wasn't an absentee owner. And he started calling folks and giving him reports on what was going on in Big Bear and maybe even their house. If he could actually get over to see it as a result of the fact that he was reaching out, we're going to give you a specific 10 point action item thing, but I'm kind of helping you guys to position yourselves to see how you actually can step into that leadership void is as a result of that, he now is the most dominant agent in Big Bear. Now, uh, I'll give you another example. We had a great coaching client in Hawaii, and what he did. And now this Hawaii's had Hawaii has its own ups and downs that are not necessarily related to the macro real estate market in the rest of the country, because Hawaii is such a market that's made up of so many international buyers. So Hawaii's had some really deep recessions, housing recessions. You know, prices just the market going flat, and then it's also you know obviously been very buoyant as is the case now. So what he did is when the market crashed. He actually, what he started doing is he started proactively, and he was not a top agent at the time. The market was in a corrective cycle. People were freaking out. The listing agents that basically had sold a lot of these people, their houses, they were freaking out. No one really knew what to do. Everyone was, was saying, "Well, the, you know, the clouds will clear tomorrow, all these types of things." But he didn't take that approach. He recognized the fact that it was just a normal cycle. And so he started proactively calling into the community and letting people know what was going on with real estate values and then offering them CMAs, offering them information so they then didn't have to worry about their property's value. If you guys have been affected by this hurricane or whatever things might strike next, that's the mindset I want you to have. I want you to see this as your uh, absolute siren to get, to get into action and help people feel calm what's going to happen in the midst of you helping other people and again we're going to give you 10 specific things you can do i think it's 10 right julie mm-hmm. is it seven is it 10 it's eight, Oh, actually. let me let me skip but we're going to give that. you yep, eight yeah we're going to give you eight specific things that you can do we're going to tell you what to say we're going to tell you how to do it and then implement implement these things at the highest level uh and you know write these points down and then again when something happens that causes uncertainty consternation fear you get on the phones, you start calling people, and you fill that leadership void. You let folks know that you're aware that you know, they might be feeling some stress from whatever situation it is, and you have the solution, or at least you're helping them to feel less stress. I promise you, when you become that person, wouldn't you like someone to be that way for you? That's what we're trying to be right now. So when you become that person – they will forever love you. They'll forever do business with you. They will for, you will all of a sudden hold this revered spot in their brains that goes just way beyond salesperson, way beyond realtor. Uh, you know, I can give you more and more examples, uh, but you guys get the gist of it. Now, listen, our way of helping you guys right now, because obviously the markets are changing, uh, you know, it's a different time of year, is by offering you a free coaching call. and I'm going to mention this now, and then I'm not going to mention it again the rest of the show. If you've not yet had your free coaching call, as a listener, you're entitled to a free coaching call. Just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. But also, a lot of you guys are listening off our replay page, and just just fill out the form that's right there and put in your name, email, and phone number, and we'll call you back, usually within 15 minutes, and we'll schedule your free coaching call, and then you'll be off to the races. You can actually have a coaching call, and on that coaching call, you're going to be given our Real Estate Treasure Map book, and then that's going to get, and the coach is going to get you started, uh, essentially with your business plan. That is the positioning that all of you guys need to be this time of year, uh, preparing yourselves for, really for next year. That's where your minds need to be. Your year has already started. We talked about that in the past couple of weeks. That your new year has already started. Make sure you guys are getting into action. Uh, so go ahead and request your free coaching call. Uh, if you're not on uh, one of our replay pages, uh, if you're on iTunes, just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Free coaching calls for agents.com you can self schedule right there if you're on uh, our replay pages uh, just go ahead and fill out that form and by doing so you'll get a re- free coaching call and we're also going to give you real estate treasure map which is our complete uh, business plan it's and then you're going to get a call from a coach and they're going to help you get started on it and answer any questions you might have about our premier coaching program all right so go ahead and get that done right away first come first serve so Julie let's just jump right in
0: Yes, okay, perfect. So, again, not just hurricanes, although that's what spurred this from that email from our great client. Fires, tornadoes, floods, you know, locusts, I don't know what it's going to be, snowstorms things come out of nowhere. I'm sure I was thinking about, you know, Hurricane Sandy. The people in Manhattan certainly didn't expect that. So, maybe it's not happening today, but pay attention anyway. Put this in the hopper for when it, when you have to deal with this. So, number 1, super easy point. I like to start with a mindset point. Stay calm and committed to being of service. Be the leader in your community. This must be your mindset when disaster strikes your area. Simple mindset point. Be the leader. Point number 2. Put your own oxygen mask on first. What is your plan to deal with disaster? If you're not dealing with it right now, now's the time to deal with it. A go bag, water, emergency plan for picking kids up at school. Where will you board your pets if necessary? A medication bag, etc. Financially, if you don't already have a six-month reserve, set that as a goal immediately. We talk about that in the Real Estate Treasure Map. Have a plan. If you don't take care of yourself first, how will you be able to help everyone else? So we probably could do a show just about that point, Tim, but put your own well, oxygen mask there. on first. Take care of yourself. Go ahead.
1: let's hover there for a second so you guys get the analogy right when you're on the plane and the steward or stewardess or whatever they're called nowadays tells you you know in the event of you know depressurization put your own mask on first before you put the mask on the person next to you a lot of us forget to do that in life and that's one of the reasons we lead (laughs) leads to burnout but Julie just gave you some specific immediate action items that you should be doing in regards to your own preparation now if you're in the literally just basically out of the eye of the storm maybe something you should have done earlier but when you're talking with folks you can talk about the importance of being prepared. Importance of being prepared. You can talk about what should be in your go bag. That's something people in the hurricane, or I'm sorry, in the earthquake zones in California are familiar with. You can talk about the different things that you know people all should be prepared with. Now, where do you go and get more information on that? Just Google it. There's so much information that's written. A lot of it's published by the government, telling folks how they need to prepare. Now, a lot of people say you need to have 72 hours of the food. You need to have water. Now, some people are saying, "Oh my God, Tim, you're a survivalist." Well. Yeah, because if, uh, you know, we live in Texas, there's no real natural disaster risk here. But if we were on one of the coasts, heck yeah, I'd have it on my radar that I need to basically be prepared in the event that there would be some kind of, uh, you know, issue, especially a natural disaster variety. You share that information with folks. You could go to the Internet, do some research, print out what is basically bare bones needed. You then not just give them a list. But what you could do, again I'm hoping getting getting your creative juices flowing, is when you're calling these folks and Julie and I are gonna get into some scripts in a second but one of the things you could offer them is to email them a list of the best places to go and buy their seventy two hours worth of uh food reserves there 's tons of companies that do that guys. You can literally go online order seventy two hours of food reserves and it 's all stuff you add water to. You need to you know maybe suggest they have a water purification system. you need to suggest that you know essentially they have a go bag a, you know sometimes it 's a backpack or whatever that if they need to leave, they take all their stuff with them. These are all things that you guys can. You know, you don't have to be masters of or have complete understanding of, but you need to be able to have conversations with folks and then point out the directions of where they can go and get this information. You see how this is a natural, normal conversation to have with folks uh, at really any time, but especially if they've been affected or fearful of being affected by some kind of natural disaster? Makes sense, right? Julie, what's the next point?
0: Well, and, you know, you mentioned we live in Texas, so we don't have any immediate threat. And yet, you know, those Bastrop fires were not so long ago. That's not that far away. Many of our neighbors have storm shelters. I mean, stuff happens, right? There's tornadoes around. So just this is one of those plan for the worst, hope for the best types of scenarios. And I guarantee you, those of you listening in the hurricane-affected areas, totally relate. The rest of you guys, I hope you never have to, but be prepared. So point number three. Have a list of evacuation details. This is for you, and now we're getting into service for your past clients, your centers of influence, your neighbors, et cetera. Have a list of evacuation details. Where do you go if there's a threat to your area? You should know. Hurricane shelters, fire paths, evacuation centers. You know, a lot of you guys have this going on in your community and don't know it because you haven't searched. You can hit Google. You can find out what's going on. In addition to that, have area hospital phone numbers, local contact organizations, the Red Cross. What's the right plan for your area? Some of you guys drive down your main thoroughfare and you see, you know, a hurricane sign. that says hurricane shelter, and it's fairly obvious. Others of you, if something happened today and you didn't have any power and you didn't have any water, what would you do? Your cell phone doesn't work where are you going to go? What's the plan? So know those things and have a list, actually print that out so that maybe now that you've got your own oxygen mask on, you go out your door to your neighborhood and you see who's out there and who you can help and you give them that list of evacuation details. A lot of you guys, so here's especially with hurricanes, yep. you have more notice to do it, so you could go out the week before you know a hurricane's
1: coming. Go ahead, Tim. Here's a way to scale that idea Thanks Julie So what you guys could do So we had some top coaching clients In Laguna Beach I'm remembering this uh, couple in particular So we were sharing this idea with them years ago In Laguna Beach what they worry about are fires Not really earthquakes so much Because Laguna Beach is pretty much built on bedrock But they worry about fires Really major concern really in all of Southern California. So what we had them do is we had them gather up all the information that Julie just talked about. The, you know, her, where you go in the event of a fire. What are the escape routes? Because you know, the, the, some of the roads. What happens if this road is closed? You know, what should be in your go bag? What are the types of things that you need to be preparing for in the event that there's an evacuation notice? Real concern in areas around, lots of areas around the country. Well, we had them do the following. We had them basically put together an event at a local church, I think it was. We had them basically then go to door knocking uh, and invite people in person to this event. And then when they'd say, you know, knock on the door, we're doing this event. We're going to be giving information about community preparedness the event's taking place on this day. Can I get your information and, and basically you know, remind you with an emailed invitation? And the show up, the number of people that showed up was off the hook. It was in the paper, obviously got business from that, and people love the fact that this couple was making such a great uh, contribution to the community. Think about what we're talking about, and think and let your creative energies and juices Flow free, and remember guys it 's all about this business most any business really, if you don 't have the lifestyle, if you don 't have the everything quality of life that you want the money, oh gosh, Tim said it, but if you don 't have the money that you want in life, if you don 't have the freedom that you want in life, if you haven 't had the experiences you want in life there 's a direct correlation between the number of people that you help at the highest level, and the experience that you have on the planet. So in other words, you just need to figure out how to help more people at a high level, and then all those things that you want will be, be readily available in endless amounts. It's all about there's a direct correlation, again, between the number of people you help and the amount of money and the amount of experiences and the amount of all that that you get in life. This is a way that we're doing our best to inspire you to essentially be of service to other people. Julie, what's the next point?
0: That's it. So point number four, create a local Facebook page. Call it something like, we survived Hurricane Matthew, or we survived the earthquake of San Juan Capistrano, or fill in your town. Whatever makes sense for your area, create a local private Facebook page for your neighborhood, for your zip code, et cetera. Know how to create a page quickly so that people can access critical details and connect with your community and their families easily via their cell phones. But better than that, wouldn't it be great to do that before everybody needed it? You know, you can put it together as needed, certainly, but do it now. You know, this is kind of walking the line between, okay, we're a little prospecty here, right? Be the hub of your community. Be the person that people go to. That's okay. How many transactions are done? If we really get down to this, because this is real estate coaching radio after all, if we get down to it, how many deals happen because they knew you? How many deals do you not do because they knew somebody else? This is the type of being of service, center of influence, community service, type of thing that makes people think of you in a good light. So consider creating your own Facebook page. Now, some of you guys sell condos. You could do that for your condo building. You could do that for several buildings. There's lots of different twists to that. Point number five, dedicate the days and weeks after the disaster to urgent, caring outreach. This applies to your family, your past clients, your neighbors, and anyone you can help. Be the one who cares and be committed to doing what it takes. It may be days, weeks, and even months that you've got to stay in this mindset of service phone calls are most efficient but when your phones are down you can always load your car up with water and cookies and your list of um, evacuation information or put some subway sandwiches in there make your rounds so again dedicate the follow-up for not just a 24-hour period but keep on following up point number six well, so, when you do yes, yeah, go ahead
1: Julie, let's scale that idea down cuz that was a big idea. But let's say you're mm-hmm. like the gal who inspired the show, right? And she none of them they're not there. They're living in hotels. They're not in the immediate area. Yeah. They can't go home. You can get a le- so let's just make this practical. And I don't let me look at your points to make sure you haven't got this as a point. Uh you sort of I have do. this as your next point. So, okay, ahead. we'll go All ahead. Right. The you can go point ahead. to no, you're good. All go right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> um
0: <laughs> No worries. Okay, so point number six, when you do your outreach, provide a list of recommended service providers. And, again, this could be via your Facebook page, via phone calls, a printed out flyer, lots of ways to do this, but have recommended service providers. This should include repair people like roofers and carpenters, but also insurance company quick contact numbers, FEMA, Red Cross, emergency pet rescuers, etc. If you can get discounts from your service people, maybe use the same roofer over and over and you know that he needs business and you know he's about to be slammed. Have him prioritize your referrals, for example. Sometimes people have to wait months to get their repairs after things like this. So see if they'll pass along discounts or priority service to your past clients and your neighbors. Help people uh, out in their – sorry, I was seeing something on my screen. Help people out in their time of need. You're helping the service people to give them business as well as the people who are giving you business. So number seven –
1: so yeah. yeah, let's scale this idea down. That was, so Julie's saying, and it's a great point, and you're right. That is what I was about to say. If you're not like, you know, call folks, have a list of your service providers. Here's a little interesting idea. So Julie and I sold real estate in Ohio. In Ohio, you'd have these big hailstorms. When a hailstorm rolled in, it would ruin asbestos or not asbestos, sorry, but asphalt shingled houses. But the people in the asphalt shingle houses wouldn't know the roof was ruined. Literally, guys, hailstorms, not even that big of hail, by the way, can ruin a normal roof. Well, we we knew that because one of our past clients was a, a roofing contractor, and he told us that. And so what we did is when there was a hailstorm roll through any part of our market, which happened on a regular basis where we lived, we would call folks up and we would say, were you aware? Did you know? And then we would pass – his name was uh, Dave. We'd pass Dave's roofing information out, and Dave would go out. Nine times out of ten, the house would need a roof, and the insurance company would pay for it, by the way. So it, you know, it, just something for you guys to know, that's another way you can scale this idea up or down. Look at every thing that happens is your opportunity to step in the void and be a leader and provide answers to questions. Sometimes people don't even realize they have these questions. For example, hailstorm rolls through, you don't even realize you need a roof. You know, someone calls you and says, "Hey, you probably need a roof and your insurance company will pay for it." That's going to be something you're going to have a lot of gratitude forever about, right? Cuz then the house has a new roof and you don't have to worry about leaks. The insurance company sure is sure as heck not going to call you and tell you, "Hey, guess what?" <laughs> there was a hailstorm, yeah. and we're pretty sure we have to spend $20,000 on your new roof. You think they're going to do that? They're not. Next point, Joel. No. They don't reverse prospect. That's true. Okay. We
0: have point number seven. After things (laughs) settle, do a second round of communication to be sure everyone is now okay. You know, when everybody returns back to their houses and everybody's phones are working now. But do another round of check-in. Continue to be of service, as we previously mentioned. This is a great opportunity for you to use the Ford script, where you talk about family, occupation, recreation, dreams, to reconnect. Okay? So it's one of those things like, of course, everybody came out of the woodwork 24 hours. Are you okay? everybody all right? Okay, but you were the only one who called me a month afterwards to make sure that I actually have my plumbing and electricity and roof all in alignment now. That goes a long way. I mean, yes, of course, right after it happens, but it's even more important on an ongoing basis. And really, Tim, I think that this will get everyone into a long-term mindset of service, which is always better and more comfortable in business. So this is just a catalyst. This is really just an excuse to get you guys to do a lot of stuff that you should be doing anyway. So uh, point number eight, always ask. Here's the prospecting thing again, prospecting warning. Always ask, who else do you know who could use my help? Do this throughout the process. Don't worry about asking things like, when do you plan on move? Don't be tacky about it. Just ask, who else could use my help? They'll remember that you were there during stressful times, and referrals will come, just like the gentleman you were talking about in Hawaii. Uh, And in uh, Big Bear, right, the referrals will come, maybe not instantaneously, but they will come. This is important work to take seriously. So if you're not helping your community, someone else is, be the one everyone knows that they can count on. And it doesn't have to be on a massive level. I was just thinking about uh, after 9-11, Tim, when we just had a simple, you know, that was when everybody was putting American flags on everything and coming
1: together as a community. And Nobody knew what was going on. Go ahead. They were putting American flags and everything where we were. That may not have been happening around the country. Well, I doubt if it was.
0: May not. But have been. where we
1: were, everyone's yeah, everyone was basically going American flag yeah. happy. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, I know you're ta- So
0: we had a party at our house, and we had a cake made, and we had flags in the yard, and it was just a simple community get together. It does. You don't have to uh, uh, like go run FEMA. You can do something on a local basis. Go ahead. That was my only point.
1: Julie, you and I backbone that with a charity. Was that one of the events mm-hmm. where we did a can? Yeah, it was. It was a canned food drive. Remember? It was a canned food. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Yeah. So mean, we did and, and there's there...
0: lots of things that'll help you out with that, like the Red Cross, for example. But go ahead, Tim.
1: Well, that was so we did this exactly what Julie said, and you know people were just kind of freaking out, not knowing what to do. Everyone wanted to make a, you know, they wanted to help and contribute. So within I don't know a couple of weeks, we essentially had a, an, an event at our house, and it was. Insane! how many people showed up. Um, And all we asked was, hey, show up. We had like a, you know, just different things happening in different parts of the house. There were hundreds of people that showed up. A lot of people that we didn't even invite showed up. And everyone had to bring basically canned food. We had so much canned food that we had to go out. We figured we'd just throw it in the back of our you know, truck or our car. We had to go out and rent a U-Haul. And then the church that we originally planned to take all this canned food to said, no, we don't want that much canned food. So we ended up basically taking it to different charities. Do the same thing. Become a leader. Whenever there's any sort of tragedy, whenever there's anything that basically makes people scared, it's human nature for most people to turtle up. They go into fear mode. They don't think about other people. They just build the walls as tall as they can. You guys can't do that. We want you to be leaders around the idea that you're contributors, around the idea that people need leadership, people need someone to say, hey, you know what? This sort of thing's happened before. We'll all get through it together. You know, here's how I can help you. And by the way, who else do you know that I should be helping? I remember when Julie was talking about the guy in Big Bear, you know, he was calling his Centers of Influence past clients. He was calling those folks first, but he was also calling everybody. He wasn't just calling the people that knew him that had done a transaction with him. He was calling everybody, and he was, helping, he was offering help to everybody. That makes a huge difference. Do the same thing. So if you're asking, for, if you're asking us to give you leadership and what to do during a hurricane or doing, what to do during an earthquake or what to do during whatever the heck next come, comes next, black swan event, what I'm asking you to do is ask yourself what you can be doing to help your community. You become the leader. You use some of these ideas. Take these ideas and make them better. The number one thing for you to do is remember that folks need leadership. It doesn't matter who they are. They're going to appreciate the fact that you're calling to, to offer to help. And you'll find quickly when you start treating real estate like this, when you start thinking of yourself as somebody whose highest and best purpose on this planet is to be of service to others, which, by the way, it is, when you start living that, your mindset about real estate, your mindset about really everything about this incredible industry that we all find ourselves in, it shifts. You start seeing the beauty of it. You start seeing the you start seeing it for what it truly is, which is an opportunity to be of service to other people and help other people. Guys, as always, if there's ever anything we can do for you. And, uh, Julie, what was the name of the gal who inspired today's show again?
0: Uh, I don't I just – hang on one second. You'll I'll get it for it. you.
1: Yeah, no problem. I'll tell you so one if one you guys minute. ever have any ideas for radio shows, any suggestions, Email us directly. We love the ideas. We love the suggestions. Sometimes you get. Well, I'll be honest with you guys. Your ideas are almost always better than ours. Um, We we try to have guests and superstar interviews and all that. But shows like this, these are all about Lisa Medford. Lisa Medford. Thank you for this idea. Right. Right. So uh, email us any ideas you guys have, any suggestions on who you might want to interview. This is the number one, we're told, listen to radio show just for folks in the real estate industry, working directly with buyers and sellers, not investors, not any, not flippers, but just for fellow agents and real estate agents. Guys, You know, realtors and real estate agents, this is for you. This show is for you. We have over 100,000 people listen to the show on a regular basis. The reason so many people listen is because of the, some of the ideas that you guys give us, because hopefully what you're finding is when you decide to be proactive, when you decide to have that sharing and contributing and giving mindset, that pretty much all the other things you're looking for, definitely follow that. Anything we can do for you, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Remember, if you haven't done so yet, request your free coaching call. Uh, And also, there's a little chat widget there that's on that same replay page. If you want to chat directly with one of our folks that will get you scheduled for a free coaching call, you can go ahead and do that now. I think Casey is actually waiting for your chats. Uh, Reach out anytime, guys. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. Have a fantastic day. This
0: program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs,